right, welcome to the Marketing Freaks podcast. This is the part one of my takeover where I interview John and we turn the tables. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about like the origin story of Overdrive Digital. So yeah, come in, uh, give us a like, subscribe, all of that. Off we go with the episode. Let's get into it. <laughs> I don't know if it's more awkward being on this side or the other side. Oh, this is really weird. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, John. Great to have you here. <laughs> so, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> so, today I'm going to grill you about questions about Overdrive Digital. Yeah. Mostly just because I'm really nosy and want to know. That's fair enough. <laughs> what I'm nervous about is, yeah, I think you put it in the calendar as like the Overdrive origin story. Yeah. Which sounds really um, grandiose and yeah, yeah. big and... Uh, yeah, hopefully the the, <laughs> the reality doesn't disappoint. Oh, it won't. I'm sure it won't. It definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess start at the start, right? Yeah. So when and why did you set up Overdrive Digital? When and why? So, when and why? Uh, do you know what? We've actually just breezed past our six-year... Have we? I know, yeah. Oh my God, we should have done something. We should... <laughs> We've got a new office. <laughs> I mean, we got a new office, and I think the reason why we breezed past it was because we're moving office. We could do like a six and a half year yeah. thing in the spring and get the barbecue out or something. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, six and a half years ago, six years ago, six years um, ago. set up Overdrive, and the the why was really, I guess it was like, um, it was a lifestyle decision more than anything else yeah. at the time. You know, I was working in London, um, was commuting every day, we'd had our first kid, um, Ollie, kid has a name. Yeah, um, <laughs> they I just do. wasn't seeing him in the week. Like I'd leave before he got out of bed. I'd get home as he was going to bed. Yeah, just didn't see him. So it was more of a okay. I feel like I need to work locally or do something locally. Um, and it felt I also had this itch of wanting to do something myself. So mm-hmm. it was the natural choice. So it's really born out of that lifestyle decision. Yeah, initially, anyway. Um, and then I did 10 months, I think, on my own, mm-hmm. just contracting, um, worked in, like we had a, like, like every brilliant founder worked in the garage for a little bit. Yeah, classic. Um, did you have enough space with all your bikes and stuff? Well, um, <laughs> I used my wife's jewelry. Oh, okay. Studio. Yeah, bit. yeah. Um, so put a desk in there for like a month and I was like no I hate this um so rented a desk so yeah I did about 10 months on my own mm-hmm. and then kind of got to the point where it was a decision of do I keep working as a freelance contractor or freelance or whatever you want to call yeah. it or do I try and turn this into something and yeah. I did and yeah here we and are here we are here we are but your background isn't necessarily in this, is it? Your background is quite interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess it is. Like, um, yeah, it's quite a weird CV. I mean, you don't have a CV. I that don't. was one of my points to talk to you about. Yeah, Never applied for a job, doesn't have a CV. No. Um, <laughs> I have had a job um, before. Um, but yeah, so my background. So I left college um, And all I wanted to do was play guitar for a living. Yeah. That was it. Like, I couldn't think of anything else. That was was all I wanted to do. Laser focused on guitar, yeah. Yeah, they were like, I couldn't see anything else being fun or interesting whatsoever. So that's what I pursued and ended up doing that for about five or six years, Mm -hmm. like full time. Um, 
Which was great. I mean, that's really cool, like, to have done yeah. that for a bit. And and you played at some pretty amazing, like, oh. things. I want to talk about oh. this. Is the thing. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, so um, <laughs> basically, like, that whole period of time was a combination of earning money through playing gigs with various different bands mm. and also um, teaching guitar yeah. uh, locally as well. So it's like a combined yeah. series of revenue sources. Gigs-wise, I'd say it was, like, five years of playing in the pub to the same people most weeks um which was really cool like there's there's nothing to knock that at all it's brilliant um and then probably about like two or three weeks worth of amazing stuff concentrated over that time so uh like we went went to america and recorded an album in america which is amazing um supported bon jovi that's the one i'm trying to get out of you (laughs) (laughs) which is like wild just like such a cool experience right um but yeah it definitely got to the point where for me personally it was like well I just don't feel like the amount of effort I'm putting in Mm -hmm. isn't really coming back things aren't progressing um I feel like I've kind of done what I can do with it time to move on to something else yeah um which is when you got into SEO yeah 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 so one of the um oh i just want to try something yeah things was setting up a membership site for uh online guitar lessons cool so this was pro- probably like just before loads of people started putting stuff up for free on youtube yeah okay. <clears throat> so you kind of actually had to pay for decent content yeah mostly at the time so it was a membership site with loads of different courses on how to play various things on guitar and um complete financial flop oh no <laughs> like yeah you know. the journey isn't smooth is no, it? Like, no but didn't actually didn't risk a massive amount of money yeah, and it, like, okay. it was all fine but got completely and utterly addicted to the fact that you could set up a site run like set up a ppc ad do mm-hmm. a bit of seo you get some traffic and some of it would buy from you yeah and like the buzz of getting a transaction email was like <laughs> oh my god this is amazing addictive and, yeah and just like really really got into it from yeah. from just that buzz of oh, i've worked really hard on this thing and someone spent a fiver yeah like wow you know it is cool that's amazing yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> and then that just turned into like working for various people and doing mm-hmm. um like working for local businesses and that type of stuff and then ended up working agency side in london yeah with but visible who we're like really good friends with literally had them in the office yesterday they came down yesterday <laughs> yeah. which was brilliant um so did that and then yeah set up overdrive yeah amazing that was probably a really like long rambling version but <laughs> no not at all yeah it's quite i guess it is quite a weird background well it's i mean weird is one word for it interesting In- it's yeah. not been like a, a straight path to being an agency owner no and also, I think there's, um, you see a lot of stuff on LinkedIn from business owners talking about their path in life and their journey in life. And they talk about these big, like divine inspirations of mm. waking up in the middle of the night and feeling like they need to get up and change the world. And that's not, that's not what. <laughs> you don't feel like that, John. No, <clears throat> there were no angels coming to yeah, me in a yeah. dream telling me I had to do this thing. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. But so like I, I guess the point is like sometimes it is just a natural progression of yeah. you do one thing and it's really great fun and you love it and you're really passionate about it and then over time that fades or changes and you get led into something else and then you, yeah. you take that and it's very much been a process of 
well, I really love doing this, so I'll keep doing it until yeah. I don't love it anymore and then try something else and then yeah. that's that's all how it's happened, yeah. really. I mean, I always take it with a grain of salt if I see stuff on like LinkedIn. It's like, I, as a baby, I knew I wanted to do PPC. Bollocks. <laughs> you know? And at 5 a.m. I get up every day and all I think about is paid social. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. Well, and think, if you do, yeah. that's an issue for you. It's rubbish, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, I think SEO, PPC, um, maybe not so much paid social because that's a much bigger thing now but like going back a while I don't think like anyone would have you know got into college or university or like had a career goal of getting into SEO or PPC yeah the best people in it that I've ever met have kind of ended up falling into it by meeting various people along the way and you know finding out that they love it and that whole thing about just having a bit of a buzz for the, the thing yeah that not many people decide that they want to do and maybe that, that maybe that will change now like yeah. now that it's more of a career path for people it wasn't really yeah. a career path before right like yeah but now it's an option yeah like my daughter's six and she was like i want <laughs> she wants to be a youtuber okay um so um yeah i mean she probably won't be a youtuber but <laughs> Ruby, she don't listen. Like, like she might be. Like, no, she, if she wants to do it, then we'll we'll obviously support her in her journey. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, all these things now. It's like, um, yeah, there's so many different options, aren't there? Yeah, that weren't options previously. Yeah, like we were talking about um, Francis, the train spotter on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like, I love him. A- amazing, right? But who would have thought that that would have been a big thing? Yeah. Even a few years ago, you'd been like, well, what? What is this? What do you yeah. mean a guy puts a camera on his head and goes and watches yeah. trains? So I think there's a lot more you know, people like coming up and through who have decided they want to work in some form of digital marketing. Yeah. Now, which is, which is really cool. Yeah, really, really cool. So, right, are you ready for the hard-hitting journalistic ones now? Go on. Yeah. Are we, is this like a rapid fire? This is, well, ish, might be. Um, <laughs> what... <laughs> Was your like biggest achievement? Do you think of Overdrive? Oh, biggest achievement. Thing you're most proud of it doesn't have to be the biggest, but it can be the thing you're most proud of. Do you know what? I think we've. I think moving in. I'm turning around as if everyone. Yeah, everybody can see. We might have a clip. Um, we will have a clip. Moving into this place, I think. Yeah. In a way, like I feel like it's um, the culmination of. It's been delayed through COVID and all sorts of things, but BT. We're in this amazing. Converted barn and BT. Uh, we're in this amazing converted barn, which is a lovely space. And mm. it feels like we've gotten to this point where we've got this brilliant hub or home yeah. for the team. And it's amazing. Um, and it's not its not the office. It's not like, oh, we've got a big, nice, nice office that I'm proud of. It's the fact that we've gotten to a certain point where we can have a really nice space yeah. together as a team yeah. that I'm really proud of. Um I think beyond that, definitely super proud of like how how we've gotten to the point where we've got such a great team mm-hmm. of people, and having started something that can um, employ and support and nurture yeah. new people through is massive. Um, and you know, over over the six years, having had people like come in. And then move on to like great roles. It's like, and we've played a really positive start in people's careers. Yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that sort of thing. Nice. Okay. Yeah. 
next flip side oh god <laughs> what do you think the biggest challenge has been for you as an agency owner Ooh. over the last six and a bit years yeah i think as i think as um it's the exact flip side of the positive like the positive and the stuff that i'm really really proud of uh is people related mm-hmm. the challenges and the are, most stressful are things related. are often people related so yeah. you know every, everyone growing a business has probably made a bad hire at some point mm-hmm. and that's really stressful um seeing people come and go like can be stressful yeah um clients can be stressful sometimes so i think the biggest challenges are probably people related mm. um but again, I feel like we've put the good thing about challenges is that you learn from them, right? And I think yeah. what we're quite good at is getting into a situation for the first time, which is always a challenge. So like the first time someone leaves or the first time someone's unhappy or the first time um, you have to navigate through something with a client or the, yeah. the, there's loads of firsts, right? Constantly. Always. <laughs> um, but what I think we're really good at is making sure we take the lessons from them and applying them to get better in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the the challenges are is just the exact flip side of what the positives are. Yeah. Um but it's always there's always going to be stuff that's challenging. Always, yeah. You know? Always. Um and often when you're in those situations where um like it's particularly challenging that's when you start to think of ideas and you start to really like, well, anyway, me anyway, mm. it like forces a look at, are we doing that in the right way? Yeah. Are we good enough in that area? Okay, why not? Why not? And it, it forces a critical look at things. Yeah. Whereas when everything's cool, you don't need to. Yeah, you can, I mean, it's good to be constantly evaluating, not yeah. just sitting back and thinking everything's ticking yeah. along, right? Yeah, yeah, it's good. You don't want to be like stressed all the time, but actually sometimes a a bit of that isn't necessarily always a bad thing. Kick up bum. A little kick, bit of a kick up A little up bit bum. of a kick up the, <laughs> the backside. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so final question. Ooh. I think. I okay. think it will be my final question. Um, <laughs> what is your big, like, what's your big ambitions now for Overdrive? What's your, what's your, what's Ooh, the goal? The goal. Um, what's your dream? Yeah, the goal is now to, like, accelerate things. Yeah. Um, the, the thing... What, what success is, is definitely not money and financial. Like it's building something that can get to a really credible, serious point. Mm-hmm. Not that we're not credible as or we serious, are. Yeah. Or serious, as we are, because we, we absolutely are. But again, like moving into here, um, you know, working on some of the projects that we're working on, it very much feels like this is like a V2 milestone yeah, point in the so. business. So yeah, there's definitely there's ambitions around growth, team growth, revenue growth, um, working on the portfolio of projects that we're talking about mm-hmm. on next week's episode. So subscribe <laughs> so you don't miss out. Um, all those types of things. Yeah, you know, and I think the biggest ambition is being known for being brilliant at what we are. Mm-hmm. That that's the goal. That's the goal. Um, so yeah. Brilliant. Without going into like specific numbers, yeah, yeah. And, you know, because of course there are specific numbers and plans around it. But yeah, yeah, nice. That's the goal. But just to keep and also to keep enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Like, is you know that's so important. And I think um, the last well, it's been a weird three years, hasn't it? Because pandemic, everyone working remote. Um, big shifts, really big shifts. Yeah. Yeah, and um, 
I think the one thing that obviously everyone's got their opinions on working from home and remote working versus office working, what the future is and all that type of stuff. But we definitely lost some sort of buzz or like intangible thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like everything got done. It was all fine. But having come back into a place where Mm. everyone sees each other, like it's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that's what it was that made this thing feel special. You know? Um, so it kind of sounds obvious saying it out loud, but yeah, I think to keep that and to keep having fun and to keep enjoying it and making sure that everyone else is enjoying it is the biggest, biggest, biggest point. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, John. It's been great to have you. This is, I thought this would be really weird, but it's actually been quite fun. So. Yeah. Good. Not Thank too you. awkward. <laughs> thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, please do come and subscribe. Join us for future episodes where we talk about the ins and outs of running paid media and driving improved conversions and revenue for your business. See you next time.